Hello, welcome to Guide to the Unknown. I'm Kristen. I'm William. And we are here with some local stories for you today. Not local to where we live, but local to where we are right now. Yeah, because Willie and Chrissy are on the move. Yep, we're in Great Barrington, Massachusetts, which is in the Berkshires. Yeah, uh, mm-hmm. it's a place that has a lot of significance to Kristen and me. Yep. Our grandparents lived here. We spent a lot of time here as kids, teenagers, young adults. Mm-hmm. We don't often come back as much as I would like to. I love yeah. it up here. Uh, but yeah, we, we went away. Allie and Ryan are in the next room right now. We're hanging out. We're on a little vacation. Yeah. And since we're here, since we love this place, but because I only have good memories yeah. here, we decided to look up what some of the weird stuff right. that has happened in this area. Right. What sinister stuff has just missed us. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What Have we been dancing with the devil? By the pale moonlight? Probably. Just barely escaping by the skin of our teeth? Apparently, because the two haunted places I'm going to talk about are in Lenox, which is like right next to where our grandparents lived. Yeah. So, and I had never heard of them before. So. Awesome. Apparently, we did just make it. I guess. The things that I've got, we're going to do sort of like a smorgasbord. It's basically mm-hmm. one topic yeah. for the show this week. Uh, mm-hmm. The stuff that I've got is from this region mm-hmm. overall. It's yeah. not necessarily something that's like right in our backyard here. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, maybe we'll just trade off going you, me, you, me. Sure. Something like that. Sure. That sounds know. good. Um, and yeah, for anybody who's not familiar with this show, Guide to the Unknown comes out every Friday on all major podcast apps. Uh, every week, Kristen and I sit down, we research topics from the world of horror, mm-hmm. share them with each other, and just kind of have a good time. So yeah. subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I just realized we can't do Yumi Yumi because mine kind of needs to go together. Oh, okay. Yeah. Fair enough. Well, then let me start <laughs> not, with one of mine. Not to make it sound super exciting because it's really just that one of them doesn't have that much to it and I kind of tag it on to the end of the other, but it'll okay. be spotty. <laughs> Whatever works. Yeah. Whatever works. So um, then I'm going to tell you okay. uh, first up. Because mine are really mini stories. This is going to be a quick one this yes. week. The Vacation yeah. Show. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm going to tell you about, I guess, one of the first officially documented UFO abduction cases. Oh, I saw this. I yeah. Okay. Tell yeah. me about it, though. Yeah. So weird. Yeah. It takes place right around here. So it's in a town called Sheffield. Uh-huh. It's in Berkshire County. There is a, an old covered bridge where in 1969, on September 1st, a young man and his family... We're traveling late at night. Oh boy, traveling up there uh, to space? <laughs> pretty much, yeah. yeah, because they got in the car and they were going over the covered bridge, which to me always feels like. Um, I know we talked about covered bridge. Uh, Sleepy before. Hollow. Yeah, we talked about Emily's Bridge. Yeah, Emily's Bridge mm-hmm, in Vermont. But yeah, for sure, it always makes me think of Sleepy Hollow. Ichabod. Yeah. Ichabod. Yeah. And like you would have to cross the covered bridge to get away from the headless horseman. Yeah. Whatever. Yeah. Anyway, I always think of like Old Northeast mm-hmm. and headless horseman. Anyway. Uh, this is about Tom Reed and his family driving across the covered bridge. Yeah. When what was described as a self-contained ball of light. Okay. Into really that. Sure that means, moves of its own accord through the car. Oh. And the next thing Tom knows, he's waking up in what seems to be like a hangar. Real qu- So wait, was he by him? Who was he with? He was with his mother and his grandmother. Okay. Oh, yeah. man. Yeah. And uh, so he was in a hangar with other people, and then uh, there were aliens, creatures that were sort of like insect-like in their appearance uh-huh. moving around. But then the next minute, he's back in the station wagon. Oh. Except Ooh. his mother and grandmother switched places. So it's as if they tried to, like, like the aliens, yeah, yeah, yeah. tuck everybody back into the car, 
but they mixed up who went where, which is almost evidence being yeah. like, oh, this really did happen because we're not where we should be. That's amazing. That's like if people at like a wedding went to go hook up or something and they're trying to act like they didn't and they come back and like the shirt buttons are all the wrong way and stuff. Yeah. And like the bridesmaid's dress is like half backwards. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah and they still, confidence is key yeah, you in gotta, that case. Yeah. You just got to do what you can to get right. through the moment. Strut. Yeah. But evidently this is somewhat recent news. The mm-hmm. abduction itself happened yeah, on that's... September 1st, 1969. Yeah. And by the way, way it wasn't a totally like closed loop just uh-huh. them there were about 40 other people in the area that claimed to have seen uh issues of like like light moving on its own yeah in the area themselves so that wait night. you had said this is the most what ufo like thing? the like an official what they eventually called it um because they built a memorial to yeah. this thing. Uh, evidently in 2015, they put a memorial by the covered bridge, uh-huh. uh, citing Sweet. it as the location of, quote, our nation's first off-world slash UFO incident. Yeah, amazing. An off-world incident. Yeah. How great is that phrase? That's awesome. I love Cause that. Because it just sounds so like normal. It's just like off book, off world. Like it's just like a, an existing thing. It's just a fact. Perfect. And, yeah. and it implies obviously that there could be other off world incidents that have taken place. Yeah. Like it's just something that could happen to you. Right. Oh, I had an off world incident. Oh, you too? Yeah. Douglas had one <laughs> down the lane. Don't little, you know? Little Doug, Douglas Pomfrey. <laughs> <laughs> um, so anyway, they built this monument, and it's a gigantic stone monument that they built next to the covered bridge until they found out that the land they built it on is owned by the township, so they had to move it. Oh. And there's been like endless controversy controversies about the monument itself, yeah. which is just the sort of like red tape bureaucracy, bureaucracy yeah. that no one cares about. Yeah, right. Tom Reed, who had been nine years old at the time of the abduction, is uh-huh. now a grown man. Uh-huh. And he's like, listen, this story's not over yet, okay? I'm going to oh. figure out how to get this monument together. We're going to make sure that we keep this thing. Okay, yeah. that's awesome. Uh, Reed, who has been the most vocal about what happened that night, said he's confused as to why the memorial's position is an issue. Because he worked with town officials to find the memorial's current placement. Hmm. She chose the spot herself. Excellent. Would like to know more about Thomas Reed. Uh, right? Yeah. It's fun. Like how that affects you having something like that happen to you at nine. Would you ever get over it? Probably not. I can't imagine. Would you be building your own memorial? Duh. <laughs> <laughs> at the slightest provocation, I will build a memorial. Fair enough. Some teeny thing happens to me, you guys get ready because I'm going to be looking for Masons who are listeners of Guides of the Unknown who can help me build a monument to whatever freaky thing happens to me. Freemasons. The Masonic Lodge. The Masonic Temple, not far down the road. Did Get we at go? Us. No. If you're, but we know it's there. It is there. It actually yeah. is there. Yeah. If you are part of a secret society of stonemasons, get at us. We need help building a monument. If somebody out there is a ghost or an alien or some sort of like a chupacabra or a Dracula, do perhaps. something to prompt us making the monument. We need, we need a flint for the fire. Change our lives. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> get on it. Yeah. Um, yeah, so a uh, very concise, bite-sized story. That yeah. is the story of the first off-world incident. Excellent. Uh, it's about five miles away from where we are right now. So wait, so where is the monument now? Like, did they find a place to move it to that's stable and steady and everything? Yeah, I'll be perfectly honest. I, I, Not sure. I didn't care much about where the monument ended up. It's it doesn't matter that much. I'm just curious whether, like, it's got a home. I think, it's ha- I think it okay. has a home. Thomas yeah. Reed 
fulfilled what he wanted to fulfill. Yeah, and this is okay, all still pretty picture. recent stuff. Like yeah. the abduction itself was 1969, but all the monument hoopla is like yeah. 2015 to now. Right. So it's all just like very present. But I would say the bigger thing is like monument right on. Mm-hmm. The covered bridge itself. Yes. It's preserved. It's still standing. Cars are no longer allowed to drive on it because it's a, a historic structure. Right. That's the place you want to see. The monument, cool, but that's the spot where the self-contained ball of light right. took Tom Reed, his grandmother, and his mother to that hangar full of bug aliens. Oh, man. So is it... um a historic site because it's just an old cool bridge, do you know? Or because it's the site of this alien experience or excuse me, this off world experience. I kind of think it's just because it's, it's, a, yeah, it's an like old an old historic bridge, thing. But yeah. Cause there are like a million things like that around here. So it could very well be that. Exactly. But I mean, also now it does have this significance, which seems like yeah. it's recognized by like local government. Yeah. The <laughs> Massachusetts. Know? Yeah. That's like as official as it gets in a way, right? Like yeah. the local government being like, yeah, there was an off world incident. Here. Right. Right. Yeah. We're not denying it. Exactly. Uh, so there you go. Story of Tom Reed, Sweet. covered bridge. Sweet. What's your other one? Yeah. Should I get? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. We'll do that then. Yeah. I said that because mine is like very little. My second one's a hanger on to the first. Fair enough. Yeah. Um, so while we're here, We've done a lot of this sort of like maxing, relaxing. Yeah. Uh, we've been getting food. We we're hanging out in a <laughs> yeah. hammock with some dogs. Yep. Um, yeah, very chill trip. Uh, it's basically just living our lives sans work in a different location. We haven't really been doing a whole lot of stuff. Exactly. Which is fine. Exactly. Yeah. Except today we did something, didn't yeah, we? Yeah, we sure did, William. We tell the people out there what we did. We went on a little hike to Bishbash Falls yeah. to see the biggest waterfall like north of the Mississippi or something, Ryan said. I can't remember. But a big waterfall that was super cool. Yeah. What's uh, happened at Bish Bash? Oh, Kristen. Was it I a graveyard ha- smish smash? Oh, kind of. Really? I know the reason for the name Bish Bash. Oh, what? And it's somewhat unexpected. Uh-oh. Bish Bash. I love that you're finding these things, by the way, from the Berkshire Eagle. Yeah. Because I was like, our grandparents newspaper that they got so that doesn't mean anything to you guys but i'm liking seeing that this is the source of our guide to the unknown stuff yeah it's very personally significant yeah um but yeah the the berkshire eagle is my source for both of these Mm -hmm. stories if you want to verify these claims (laughs) uh anyway the bish bash falls Kristen. okay uh it's one of the wonders of the of berkshire county Mm -hmm. i don't disagree (laughs) is that the story that's it. That's just all I have it's to say. It's a wonder. Uh, it was voted one of the wonders of Berkshire County in a 2007 Eagle Readers poll. Oh. Mm-hmm. I want to know what the other things on that list were. Me too. <laughs> um, anyway, so the story goes that Bish Bash was, an, was a Native American woman. Uh-huh. Okay. Who was pushed over the oh, falls. Oh, no. uh-huh. Yeah. She was put in a canoe. And pushed over the falls, and as she went over to the rocks below, yeah. they say that they saw a ring of light appear above her head. Ooh. A ring of butterflies uh-huh. appear above her head, and bam, down she went. Oh. Killed on the falls. Oh. Okay. Her name was Bishbash. Yeah. Bishbash Falls yeah, is named, named after for the, the woman, woman that was killed there. there. Right. Um, so. Well, those butterflies should have flapped their wings a little bit faster to get her back up. You're right. Right? Yeah. It's kind of useless. They just follow her down. You're absolutely right. She has a pretty crown for when she dies. Okay. And that's the whole story. Yeah. It's very vexing. Yeah. Um, but the story doesn't end there because Bishbash had already had a daughter. Mm-hmm. And when the daughter grew up, uh, she was unable to have a child of her own, mm-hmm. Kristen. Okay. But you see, it was very important that uh, the son of the 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 
chief, mm-hmm. I believe, mm-hmm. needed to have an heir. Okay. And so he had to find somebody else that yeah. could give him a child. Yeah. Um, which essentially drove Bishbash's daughter to stand at the top of the waterfall, screaming her mother's name. Oh, my God. Yes. The son of the chieftain uh-huh. arrives, calls to his to his uh, betrothed, uh-huh. and says, don't do it, don't jump. Yeah. She continues to scream for her mother when a woman in white oh. rises out of the water, the spirit of Bishbash. Did those butterflies finally do their job? Were they there? I guess so. I yeah. guess, yeah. Maybe that's what it was, yeah. actually. That's an interesting point. Like, maybe the idea was that the butterflies that had been around her head gave her the ability to, like, levitate and yeah. float out. Yeah. I guess. Or maybe, not unlike a butterfly, her life here on Earth was merely her caterpillar phase yeah. and form. And then she was really meant to have her purpose in the afterlife. Yeah, I guess so. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was in her future. Yeah. One way or another. Right. Uh, and so, two Women, mother and daughter, yeah. both took their lives. Oh, man. Jumping from the top of the waterfall. Holy crap. Damn. Yeah. They're not the only people to die there either. I'm sure not. Like, people are crawling all over this thing. I was surprised, kind of. I don't know. I've never been anywhere where it's like a natural watering hole that people are going to, like, swim. It's like a river coming from a waterfall. Yeah. And I was saying to them, like, when we went, like, I know it's totally normal. They're all wearing bathing suits. Like, this is just, like, a thing that they decided to do. I feel like the people looked feral down there. Like, we were looking down at, like... A society that I hadn't seen before because they're like crawling over the rocks and stuff. It's like not, yeah. not just a chill day at the beach. No, like you get like I. There were a couple guys it was cool. that like, I mean, it was sweet. It was super cool. It yeah. looked like they were going to climb up to to yes. like rock jump. Yes, or, I don't know what it would be called. So I'm not surprised people have died there because you could conceivably be an idiot and like go kind of to the top or even like not all the way and be like I'm going to jump in and totally die. Yeah, exactly. I'm sure that's happened before. It has. It's just a public place. Like anybody could do that. It has. One year ago, uh-huh. I oh, found yes. an article. I don't want to get too much into it. I don't yeah. want to to like make light of a horrible event on our comedy show yeah. or anything. But the story itself was something that uh, uh, obviously horrible. So, mm-hmm. so uh, I think he was 21 years old. A young man named Aiden Campion Pratt uh, fell mm-hmm. to his death on the waterfall. Yeah. And uh, the thing about that that is particularly I think frightening for me mm-hmm. and something that was kind of unexpected us having just been there. Mm-hmm. It's big, right? Like yeah. it, it's a waterfall. It's, it's what you'd expect. Like it's dangerous. You could fall off the thing and end up drowning in the water below. Yeah. But it didn't seem so big that it could be completely unruly, mm-hmm. like, you know, impossible to deal with. Like, yeah, it's not like if you went, I mean, you wouldn't be able to when it was because it was too rocky, but it's not the kind of thing where if you went whitewater rafting, you'd think that there are tons of people who lose control because the current takes them away. It wasn't like super duper strong. Yeah, exactly. Um, it was a waterfall where you could just go to the bottom and there's like a little like calm pool that yeah. people were going into. So and it's there, obviously not, you know, too wild. And there were a lot of people, like you said, walking around down there and pretty mm-hmm. much doing whatever they want. Yeah. But... But this man, who mm-hmm. last year lost his life, mm-hmm. they could not find his body. Ugh. But evidently, I guess they have some sort of a tool that allows you to search through the water. Like mm-hmm. you can see far, see what's under the surface of the water. Mm-hmm. And they eventually found him below the surface. But somehow he was in an area that you can't get to. Oh, God. Not, I'm not saying like supernaturally it was no, impossible. No, I, I mean, like, yeah. Uh, they uh, couldn't get to it. Yeah, yeah. recovering his body was like at the time deemed not possible. 
Oh man! Isn't that so were like they never, extra disturbing? Yes, were they never able to? Because uh, you said at the time, I was wondering if that means that they did eventually. I mean, I, I have an article from like the time that it when happened. It, yeah, yeah, you yeah. know, but like oh. it just was surprising looking at the falls, and you know, I'll, I'll we'll put up pictures. We've got pictures of ourselves. I looked up this yeah. story after we were already there, mm-hmm. so we have pictures of ourselves uh, smiling in front of the falls <laughs> with our dogs. Yeah, now that seems kind of uh, macabre. Well, but like, I mean, no, I'm kidding. The thing is, like, throw a rock and somebody's probably died there. Completely. You know? It's a tourist spot. There are a million people there taking pic. Well, not when we were there, but like, right. it's a place where people would take pictures in front of a waterfall. Exactly. But yeah. Uh, oh, but man. still kind of like alarming because something that almost seemed safe ish mm-hmm. yeah. from a distance, yeah. I guess, can evidently be so dangerous that you could end up in the position where people are like, we don't even know how to work. Rec- like, that's. Oh, that's, that's Mount Everest. Yeah, yeah, thing. yeah. People who die on Mount Everest, they can't recover the bodies, so yeah. they're just bodies dotting the mountain. Mm-hmm. It's like you would not think that from this what yeah. seemed like a peaceful sort of waterfall here. Yeah. Although I will say a lot of exposed rocks. Yes, that's what yeah. I'm saying. When people are crawling, it's because there are tons of rocks that you have to navigate. Yeah. So you can't even really, at a certain area, I guess, you can't even really walk on them and be careful. You have to like on all fours it. That's why I was looking down. I was like, what is this? Yeah, what is going what on? Chill day is this. Uh, and I will say, as a sort of capper for this story about mm-hmm. Bish Bash, I had never heard of Bish Bash before. Uh-huh. I'm familiar with the mountains up here, but looking at I, like no, I hadn't, yeah. the silhouette of the mountains on the skyline, basically. Yeah. Uh, evidently, you know, you, you know the idea of somebody trying to tightrope walk across Niagara Falls? <laughs> yes. <laughs> or okay. like between the yeah, two towers, yeah. So in the early 19th century, mm-hmm. there was a very famous tightrope walker named Charles Blondin. Okay. All right. He did tightrope walk across Niagara Falls. Oh, my God. He refused to tightrope walk across the Bish Bash Falls because he told promoters he feared the dangers of the rocks at the base. Wow. He did Niagara. I wonder he if turned that's, away Bish Bash. That's crazy. I wonder if it's because in Niagara, I haven't been there before, but maybe because he's citing the exposed rocks. Like if you fell, you'd be falling into the water. If you fell at Bish Bash, you'd be falling onto like jagged rocks immediately. Yeah, I guess so. You know, <laughs> maybe because the waterfall itself is so sort of like like trickly and, and gentle. Yeah, yeah. It hasn't pushed down the earth below as much. Maybe. Whereas Niagara That's a good point. has probably pummeled yeah. the rocks at the base for so long that there's probably a, like a safe. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. A few safe areas more where like you could silt. fall. Like yeah, a silt. It's like silt. Yeah. 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 Exactly. <laughs> Although, can you imagine like jumping in and then getting like slopped to the bottom and your feet get stuck in the mud and silt or something? Oh, that sounds like a nightmare. Because of the force of your jump? Oh, for one, I would never be able to jump hard enough for any such thing to happen oh, to me. Sink like Number a stone. two, I would never do that in the first place. Not a chance. If I think it's crazy that people are on all fours crawling over rocks in a river, yeah. there's no way in hell I'm jumping into a waterfall. No way. No interest. Uh, but there you go. Another story. A little yeah. sort of unknown huh. uh, dark tale I about had- the Bish Bash waterfall that we were at today. I knew nothing about that whatsoever. I'd never even heard of it before. Ryan, my husband, found it for us to do. Huh. I'd never heard of it. Wow. Yeah. I've learned a lot. Yeah. It was beautiful. Yeah. But that beauty. Right. Hides a darkness. It comes with a price tag. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, that's that's what I've got about, about the Berkshires. Yeah. Um, so I have about the Berkshires two haunted places that are sites that you can go and tour and do like 
ghost tours and ghost investigations and stuff like that. So I'm going to talk first about the Edith Warden House, which is known as the Mount up here. Cool. So it's like a huge, um, fancy estate in Lenox. And um, she lived there and then later became like a girl's private school. And then after that, it was housing for the people, the actors doing Shakespeare and Company, which there's like a nice like Shakespeare and Co. place around here. So there are, unsurprisingly, if there's ghost tours and stuff, there are lots of hauntings and stuff there and ghosty related stuff, which is interesting and a little bit of a chicken or the egg kind of thing. Because so Edith Wharton was an author who I'd never heard of until today. The name Not gonna lie. To the name the name rings a bell as a famous old times person. Yeah, yeah, I could yeah. not have told you what they did. Oh, me either. No but way. so she was an author and she did write a few kind of like paranormal ghost books. And so I'm going to read you a little quote from her story or book ghosts. Do you believe in ghosts is the pointless question often addressed by those who are incapable of feeling ghostly influence influences too. I will not say the ghost seer, always a rare bird, but the ghost feeler, the person sensible of the invisible currents of being in certain places and at certain hours. The celebrated reply, or I forget whose, no, I don't believe in ghosts, but I'm afraid of them, is much more than the cheap paradox it seems to many. So she had ghosts on the brain yeah. in some sentences that I have a hard time reconciling next to each other as I read them aloud. Yeah, it's kind of weird, like old English or something. I'm a little like, confused. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> But so here are a couple of the areas that seem most active, both things that I like a lot. It makes a lot of sense cool. for me to have chosen this. So there's a pet cemetery on the grounds because she and her husband had like tons of dogs and then they obviously died over time. And people have reported um, hearing distant barking in the on the grounds and also seeing things in pictures like... Um, there's a picture of the living room and somebody thinks that they see like a dog on a couch. So just like not even just in the pet cemetery, but like on the grounds, dogs are kind of a common thing to feel like you see out of the corner of your eye or whatever. Yeah. And also, um, on the tours, they always stop at the pet cemetery and the guides briefly kind of tell the story of, Kerful, which is something that she wrote about a pack of ghost dogs who haunt a house where they were murdered and in turn avenged their murder and the cool, the cruel treatment of their beloved mistress oh by gosh. like haunting the hell out of the people. Wow. Yeah. So it's either a daydream or an autobiography. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we're somewhere in between. Right. Um, and let me see. Is there another thing? Okay. So it's co another cool thing about the ghosts, uh, dogs having to do with Edith Warden is where the location of the pet cemetery is kind of, it's just interesting. So, um, she was surrounded by her dogs as she wrote in bed every morning. And from that same room, like over time when they started building the pet cemetery, she could look out the window at the pet cemetery and kind of feel like they were still sort of around her. Wow. And vice versa. Can the doggies from the pet cemetery see their mistress inside? Are you asking that? Yes. I guess, I am right? positing the question. Yeah, like if I can see you, you I can I mean, there's a little me. something about it here. It's on the Mount um, House website, yeah. but... But yeah, I like the idea that like she could see them, but maybe from the afterlife, they're looking in at her. Yeah. So for her, it's like a little bit of like, ah, there you are. Mm -hmm, exactly. here I am. Yeah. For you. That's doggies. right. Yeah. <laughs> Um, so the other hot spot, William, near and dear to my heart, the bathroom, William. 
Edith Wharton's bathroom okay. has a lot of activity. <laughs> You're going to so, tell some general <laughs> facts about the bathroom. My favorite place. Bathrooms are a cool place. The sorts of things that happen in there are innumerable. Tonight on Guide to the Unknown, <laughs> yeah. the bathroom. The bathroom. Why is it so wonderful? <laughs> <laughs> and why do so many things happen there? <laughs> um, so people see shapes and faces in the window um, of her bathroom. And it's notable because, seriously, it's like one of the most active spots in the house and people have asked like why it doesn't really make a lot of sense and what it said on the edithwarden.org website for the tour is that it's weird because it's not even a particularly decorative bathroom so she must not even liked it that much it was just kind of like all right I'll, it's purely functional okay so it's surprising that she'd be hanging out there so much yeah i guess but most of the photo evidence from the house is from there. Interesting. I know. What's up with that? I know. It's weird, right? Huh. Um, and so Ghost Hunters did an episode from the Edith Wharton house from the Mount. It's season five, episode three, if anybody wants to check it out. It sounds sweet. Um, and they had on their website on sci-fi some cool anecdotes about hauntings that I hadn't seen anywhere else. So I just wanted to read that. Um, they're talking about the fact that it was the private house for the Shakespeare and Company um actors and everything and it says that many residents and workers of the estate have reported sightings of the paranormal an actress with shakespeare and co was speaking on the phone to her boyfriend when they both heard what sounded like a scream and choking noises intercepting their phone conversation Ooh. during one of the company's performances another actress recounts an experience where she saw a full-bodied opaque apparition of a man who looked at her in frustration and said what is all the commotion <laughs> i kind of like that i know just like, somebody cranky like what do you guys doing and why are you talking like that nobody talks like that although based on Eve Wharton court quote from the beginning maybe they did maybe they did yeah. maybe it was impossible I don't understand to what the hell she was talking about I like the idea though of like a ghost being like what is that the commotion of it it feels like an old man wearing a nightgown and a and a, and a sleeping cap yeah you know like, um, like Scrooge kind of yes exactly yeah. like Scrooge holding a little candle in front of himself yeah what is all the commotion about what is the commotion yeah Um. so on the episode they did you know all their stuff they did an investigation they used the EMF meters they used the black box which is the thing that's supposed to capture audio okay um and they felt it was inconclusive whether it was actually haunted or not they picked up some things but they couldn't really it wasn't like nailed down enough but they definitely found it very creepy yeah yeah so the other place that the ghost hunters also went to that was also in lennox that they felt was a little bit more conclusive is ventfort hall in lennox which is like a humongous mansion and estate that also was like a hall for parties and things like that and it was once owned by the morgans of like jp morgan chase oh. also of sonia morgan tremont for, or no sonia tremont morgan from the real housewives of new york see that made me think of the morgan house oh well, oh i right? wonder I wonder fancy if restaurant any, up here i wonder if there is any connection to that yeah we've dined at the morgan house many yeah. a time no big um huh i'm curious i don't i don't think so okay. it's because i think that the morgans were movers and shakers of like the bank morgans yeah, yeah i don't know that it was that they were like opening up like a little restaurant here like they owned this sprawling mansion like gotcha. that kind of tracks um another so there's the berkshire's connection of sonia's in-laws having lived here and also dorinda from the real housewives of new york has a house here um bluestone manor i haven't actually bumped into her anywhere but still fingers crossed we leave tomorrow morning not impossible i meant to take some pictures and tag her in them and see if like it led to some sort of one of those crazy social media things where it's like oh my god like 
Dorinda Medley sees fans tagged pictures in Great Barrington, invites her to Bluestone Manor. But I just haven't felt like doing it. What a nightmare that would be if you got to live out your dream. And like, if for some reason I was also there, and I'm like, I wouldn't bring oh you. You'd bring God. me down. Why am I here? Yeah, no, I would. Who's Dorinda? I would go. What are you doing here without Dorinda? Uh, don't worry about it. No, I would've, that would have been a solo expedition. Yeah. I'm still not above just ditching you dummies and going over there if she calls to me. I'll take an Uber back to New Jersey. Wow. Um, okay, so Benchford Hall, giant creepy place. And um, this is just my theory. I didn't read anything about it, um, but... This is in theory, but the Morgans who lived there collected items from like all their travels around the world. So the house was decorated with all these things internationally. And I wonder if that could have drawn spirits from all over the place. Like maybe they're bringing all Mm. these items in that maybe had things attached to them. And that has kind of added to the scariness there. Yeah, I like that. It's like a battery or something. Yeah. Like a lure. Yeah, Yeah. or like a paranormal quilt. Oh, like They just brought in all this cool stuff. But when they were all brought together, it forms that kind of battery or like that thing at uh on the top of the building ghostbusters yes yeah yeah yeah. yeah. tuning fork yes yep love it um so just quick little anecdote about some of the things that have happened in in a vent what is it vent vent fourth ventfort hall yeah um Let's see. So some people have said that ghosts have touched them. Oh, yeah, this is really sweet. This is why I took this out. So one report is of a woman's face that hovers as it descends a staircase. So that makes me think of just a woman's face just moving down a staircase. I don't like that. Nope, don't care for it. <laughs> yeah. Um, whispering voices, screams, and doors that open and close on their own. And so people believe that they are the spirits of George and Sarah Morgan who had lived there. Good God. Um, so in on Ghost Hunters, they also found it inconclusive. And now that I think about it, I don't think I've really seen many Ghost Hunters episodes where they're like, yes, nailed it. This is proof. Because right. then we would all know. They're, it's always inconclusive. But creepy things happen that you could be like, well, it's maybe not proven, but a hop, skip, and a. Yeah, but it I'm feels just saying, like. Even though I'm saying these are both inconclusive. I don't think I've ever seen one where they're like nailed it. Right. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, but in the episode, apparently, which I haven't seen, they heard voices they couldn't explain and they even chased the sound of a scream to the basement. Like they heard a woman screaming and were like, they ran down to the basement and nothing was there. Awesome. So apparently in that episode, they are very spooked by the place and they're like, this seems like pretty much a haunted mansion, but like we can't say for sure. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Cool. So I kind of want to look those up now. Yeah, I like that. I would yeah. absolutely watch that. Oh, I wonder if we can like somehow get that going here tonight. That'd be cool. Yeah, I bet we could. Yeah. Why not? Cool. Yeah. Well, had some TV trouble. Well, <laughs> there are plenty of done. reasons why not. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. Cool. Yeah. So that's it. Nice. That's haunted Berkshire stuff from us, you guys. Creepy Berkshires. Yeah. Now, I will say mm-hmm. uh, we've experienced our own thing here. Mm-hmm. We've rented an oh, Airbnb. Oh, God. And uh, it's been absolutely lovely. It's like a beautiful yes, old beautiful. New England house. Mm-hmm. Uh, last night we were watching TV, and it the very distinct sound of somebody walking around upstairs. Like almost to the degree that I heard it at first, and I almost didn't think anything of it because it was so exactly the sound of somebody walking around upstairs in that commonplace way, which is like house noises. Yep. And I kind of tuned into it, and I was like, does it sound like? And yeah. Will was like, yeah, I heard it before. It seems to be connected to the sound system. Did you wonder I if don't I entirely understand? Did you wonder if it. I was like, like uh, lying to you at any point? No, it was 
unmistakable. It absolutely and you sounded keep like hearing it. It's yeah. not like we heard it one time. We're like, did you hear that? It kept happening. Yeah. So uh, and all four of us yeah. were downstairs. Yeah. Both dogs were with us downstairs. Yeah. Uh, so there was nobody who was unaccounted for who might have been walking around upstairs no. making noise. Uh, but at a certain point, I I wondered if you would think that I was trying to egg you on by being like, no, I hear it too. But I actually did hear it too. No, it was absolutely. That then, made me think I was losing my mind because it, was, right. it wasn't like, oh, I kind of think it was literally the sound of it. There was nothing. Well, I started deliberately anytime I would hear it, mm-hmm. I would immediately look over at you yeah. and wait for you to look back at me so you would know that I wasn't lying to you, that I did in fact hear it when yeah. you heard it. Yeah. It sounded exactly like there was a mysterious mm-hmm. fifth person it really walking around upstairs. It really did give me a little like moment of agita. Yeah. But then we started noticing, I still don't totally understand. And I think it is this, but like it doesn't, I don't get why this happened. It had to do with the sound system. Like they have this like very bassy sound system here. And when things like that would happen, the sound would happen, Yeah. but it wasn't at, it wasn't to the beat of what was happening. I still do not understand why yeah. that's it, but it sounded unbelievably creepy and just like straight up the sound of somebody walking upstairs. Also last night, Allie and I heard the sound of what might've been a little voice crying out. (laughs) I think it was my smartwatch turning on, but it did sound like a little monster. Who's to say, was it the perfectly normal thing that happens all the time? Or was it a little gremlin goblin creature screaming? Well, what, have you heard your watch make a sound like that before? It vibrates when it turns on. So it was like okay. metal vibrating against like oh, okay. uncovered wood floor. So it just made like a weird noise. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it was like, and it was over. So, I mean, everybody take that for a ringtone and tell your friends that that was a monster. Yeah. I'm terrified. <laughs> I just got to chill up my spine. We better get out of here. <laughs> we better. Yeah. All right, everybody. All I think right, we're guys. going to uh, call it quits. There's mm-hmm. a little vacation cast. Yeah. Uh, from up here in the Berkshires. A few scary things that you could do if you came here too. Mm-hmm. Uh, I love this place. Yeah. I super love it. It's been very nice mm-hmm. being here. I it's come insanely back again gorgeous. Soon. Like the way that it looks here. I was saying to Ryan in the car, like it's just like my favorite thing to look at. I think it's like the yeah. most beautiful thing in the world. Like mountains just covered in green trees. It's like so beautiful. Yeah. And we have like a lot of family history here. Mm-hmm. Where, like our grandparents' names yeah. are memorialized a-, a lot of different places mm-hmm. around town, which is really cool. So yeah. there's like actual family lore here. Yeah. It's awesome. Yeah. Uh, the series is like, like it's almost like a mythical quality. Yes. There's something about this place that is different than anywhere else mm-hmm. to the point that I'm always shocked whenever I hear that like somebody like Dorinda I can, can just live here, can just have our, a vacation home here. I know our mom feels very um, territorial about that. She's yeah. like, how, how could she live there? What do you mean? Yeah, no, it's like a special place that you go yeah. for special occasions yeah. and you make sure that you greatly appreciate. It's not a place that you just live here all the time. No, it's not just like any other place on the planet. This is a very special place to us and our family yes. in particular and hands off. That's right. Be careful. Yeah. I better not see you on Main Street in Great Barrington. I better not. <laughs> anyway, uh, thank all you all guys. so much for tuning in to a very weird, very special episode mm-hmm. of Guide to the Unknown. Uh, we hope you had a good time. Yeah. We'll be back in our regular studio next week with regular sound, with regular looks. Yes. Uh, but once again, this show comes out every Friday, all major podcast apps. Subscribe wherever you listen. Mm-hmm. Check out the video version on youtube.com slash talkbomb. That's right. If you want to see our surroundings in the Airbnb or just a little bit of them. Yeah. And They're if cool you want... old wooden beams above us. Yeah. It's just, it's just like a beautiful yeah. place. It's um, really 
Um, really nice. But if you enjoyed this show and you want to help out, there are a few ways that you can do that. Uh, the biggest one is to just spread the word. Yeah. Uh, tell somebody sitting next to you on the subway, mm-hmm. nudge them, <laughs> knock their headphones off, and tell them to listen to this instead. Yeah. Uh, but really, if you enjoy this show, there's a good chance that somebody you're friends with would as well. Uh, so I hope that you would consider spreading the word. Yeah. You can also give us a review on iTunes. Yeah, we really appreciate that. Uh Whatever you want to say, whatever little mm-hmm. testimonial, we really appreciate it. We love reading them. Yes. Uh, it's always a very exciting moment when we see the number has gone up. Yeah. Uh, you can also do what Drew has done and yeah. go to Patreon and look us up mm. and consider giving back to the show. Just a little donation. We so appreciate it. And we have been brainstorming back and forth what to do with the donations that you guys have given us because we're going to do some sort of cool spooky thing that will be for the show like yeah. cover something weird and interesting and so you guys donating to us kind of facilitates that and if you have any ideas for things like that that we could do also please let us know because we have some ideas cooking but I would love some suggestions about things that you would like to see us do that are a little bit out of the ordinary yeah absolutely whether that's like something that you literally think it might be fun for us to go out and mm-hmm. try something yep. if it's something that uh, you think would be fun to connect to us mm-hmm. on like yeah, we, yeah. you know some yeah, sort of an event whatever mm-hmm. um, or just like a topic to cover here's a monster I want you to talk yeah. about you haven't talked about yet absolutely let us know yeah. uh, you can email stuff like that along with your own paranormal stories to gttupod at gmail.com mm-hmm. uh, you can also get in touch with us by following all our social media at gttupod yeah. uh, Kristen puts up amazing stories throughout the week she's been doing the tarot cards mm-hmm. every Monday which has been yeah. very cool yeah. uh, so absolutely check that out and if you're interested at all you can even talk to us individually that's right I'm at chillin Kristen on Instagram I am at haunted sponge mm-hmm. so from up here in old Massachusetts right. haunted Haunted by ghosts, aliens, and waterfall deaths. Thank you. (laughs) All right. We're going to go. We'll see you next week. But until that time comes, we've been traveling and we got to travel some more. That's right. We're heading back to the netherworld. We're just going to watch some TV. That's our netherworld for this weird weekend. Yeah. Yeah. Bye-bye. Bye.